I can we live? Hear. We're live. Welcome back. Welcome to the Big If. I'm back for another one. This is back exciting. One. One. I'm, I'm nervous very, about this. One. I'm starting to get a little bit nervous myself. I think we're going to send out the link here in a few minutes. Um, we got a special guest for you. All of our, especially our fans out in Belgium. Um, anyone in Antarctica that recently voted for us on Apple Podcasts to be number one, we thank you. And yeah. uh, we have a major, major show to follow up um, our smash hit Chris Sapphire episode. Um, mm -hmm. My co-host Kurt has snagged another, uh, not A-list celebrity, but a celebrity of sorts. Yeah, uh, when, we, when we first started this, it kind of was just you and I hopping on Riverside or Zoom and just BSing. And over the last month, we have we have transformed into a very guest centric podcast. This is our third guest. Um, yeah. Our first guest, not in the reality TV world. <laughs> what? Yet. I, not yet. I think it shows the, the maturity and the growth that we're kind of going through as a new podcast. Mm -hmm. um, we don't, we, we've said a couple times that we don't want to get pigeonholed into a podcast solely about the circle circle. Um, and I think this guest is allowing us to finally do that. I mean, we're, we're branching out. We're showing, I, I like where we're heading here. I agree. We have a, a, a singer, songwriter, producer, um, business owner, children's book, co-author and illustrator. Um, that's a lot of categories to branch that, that just aren't reality TV show star. And um, I'm hopeful that, you know, as this path continues, we can get politicians and beekeepers and um, arborists and uh, long hikers, maybe some improv actors, um, I don't know, hat makers, whatever the case is. Uh, this is not a one shoe or one trick podcast, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Um, we're we're going to, this is just the start. Yeah, um, she wears a lot of hats. She does a lot of things. Frankly, I'm not sure after going over her credentials if there's anything that this woman cannot do. Uh, Cassie Moore. Um, Cassie Moore. Cassie Moore. She is, I believe, based out of Florida. She has uh, remarkably... DeSantis in the house. <laughs> remarkably intriguing story on uh, Miss Moore. Um, she's done the Hollywood thing. She's done the Wall Street thing. She's doing the music thing now. Uh, as you mentioned, author, illustrator. Um, when, we, when we introduce her here in a few minutes, I'll kind of go over some of her credentials a little bit more uh, succinctly. But yeah, Cassie, I'm excited to have her. I've heard you. I've had you listening to some of her music. Um, she can be found out on Spotify and Apple Music as well. She's got some stuff on YouTube. Um, First of all, Jeff, um, out of what you've listened to so far, mm -hmm. um, which one of Cassie's numerous bangers have you found yourself most drawn to? Uh, there are two that come to mind for me, two that stand out above the rest. And uh, I, you have to get a little bit deeper into her catalog to find these two, I think. The first one is called, um, what is this called? I don't even know what it's called. It's called Cinderella's Gonna Stay Out Late. 
getting dark outside Friends hug me goodbye It's time for the good to say goodnight Cinderella's gonna stay out late And once you play The creepy things and the fun they make Come crawling out and want to play Cinderella had fun today And once you say Stay out late, baby. Fuck that crystal shoe. She's going to put on her dancing shoes and stay out late. Good time of year for it. Um, if you haven't heard it, it's got a little bit of a Halloween vibe to it, I feel like. Yeah, I, I want to ask her about that. Um, if she intended on this to be listened to around Halloween. Yeah. Um, what other, which yeah. other came to mind? The other one that was a real, that really touched uh, my little chest hairs is my real friend and um it's not because i mean she does have a, a few qualifications that qualify her real friends i feel like i don't have them in front of me but what i was really impressed about was the laundry list of real friends that she named um and when i compare it to my list of real friends it is it towers above it and so uh, I'm curious about some of these real friends for A-Town Crew, Cookie and Chris, the twins, the boy band out of Austin, who you love and miss. Uh, it's going to be a smashing interview. I can't wait to ask you about those two songs in particular. But uh, what about you? I have made no secret to the fact that I am an absolute stan for the song Steadfast Eyes. You came out of nowhere that night, walked up and said you have pretty eyes. With the flash of our smiles, first sight, lightning struck that night. A week later you walked in, time stopped for me, you in your white coat was all I could see. Our steadfast stares had you lingering. Our small talk ended with, I've, I've been drawn to steadfast eyes. It's on my phone. I listen to it at the gym. I listen to it in the car. There's something about it. I, I, I can't put my finger on it. It's got a certain je ne sais quoi. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't explain it. It just kind of, it, it, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I love steadfast eyes. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, Go check it out on Apple Music. That's where I play my music. Uh, it's on Spotify too. It's on YouTube. But check out Steadfast Eyes. I think you'll be you'll be very very pleased. You'll be very something. That's for sure. And I, I think Steadfast Eyes, in my opinion, is her number one song. By the way, have we sent her the link? We're about three minutes out from from time. She's in the she's in the waiting room. I'm ready to let is her. She in. really? Yeah. She just. Oh my gosh. There. Let's let's invite Cassie Moore in. All right, Cassie Moore. Right, you start off. To the Hello. Cassie. Hey guys, hang on. Let me turn my volume up. Can you hear me? We can, I can hear, yeah, you we perfectly. Can hear you perfectly. So it's Kurt and Jeff, right? That's it right. is. How, how are you oh doing my tonight? God. No, you guys, I just I just literally, I just outside my front door just caught like the biggest double rainbow ever like it's happening right now 
was like, if that's not a sign of things to come, I don't know what is. Oh my I God. <laughs> I literally, I opened the door and I was like, what is going on? I literally, I posted a video. I, I posted a picture of it on my story already. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to introduce you here. Um, Jeff, and to all our listeners out there, it is my pleasure to introduce our guest tonight. Um, just a little info for our listeners. Um, Jeff, as you know, we recently have gotten our stuff out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to make something of this. Uh, we've got listeners that we found out through looking at some analytics all across the U.S. Canada, I don't know what they're doing listening up in Canada. Belgium has been huge. Nigeria, there was even one in Jamaica. I don't know who's listening. What, to this what, who's listening, who's listening to this? I, it was probably my, my uncle Iggy down at Hedo listening in Jamaica. <laughs> Uh, that's probably where that one's coming from. But our guest today is the president and the CEO of More Music. Um, she is a producer, a writer, a uh, recording artist. Uh, she spent some time in LA where she may have seen Little Black Book with Brittany Murphy, Underclassman with the great Colin Hank. Uh, shows like The OC, my personal favorite, I can't believe this, Entourage. Um, and Come on. Gilmore Girls. Uh, she yeah. also is a, an author and a co-illustrator of a children's book called I Can Build My Own Company, where she also developed a puzzle that went along with that book. My goodness, Jeff, is there anything she cannot do? Cassie Moana, <laughs> thank you for so joining sweet. us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, no, just welcome. I, I can't believe that. Um, I can't believe we got you here with us in, that, well, yeah. in the digital uh, realm. No, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. I know you make me sound so important. <laughs> well, um, uh, Kathy, Jeff, look, you, you, just... you have, I'm sorry to cut in here, but you have 28,500 and now six followers Yay! on Spotify. Thank so you. By comparison to our, I don't know, that's like 29,000 more than we have. So you are important. Oh, that's sweet. That's so sweet. I try. Well, it's been a long Before we dive in here, I, uh, I talked to Cassie a little bit. Uh, we chatted in, in the DMs on Instagram, and I told her a little bit about what we do on the Big If. But Jeff, for everybody listening here, will you just one more time run by the premise of the Big If and what we're yes. going to do with Cassie here tonight? Yes. So for all of our new listeners in Belgium and Jamaica, um, this is the Big If, where uh, we kind of ask funny or sometimes serious, sometimes wacky, sometimes really crazy hyperbolic what if questions uh, of our guests and um, Kathy, we're going to give you three ifs throughout the show here. And I, I don't, we don't want to um, uh, waste any time. I'm going to jump right into the first step. Yeah, no, and please do. This is based on this. If is kind of based on what I, what I'm perceiving some of the music where, where you're, where people are hearing it. So Kathy, if you had the perfect night out in the club, the perfect night out in the club. Oh my God. What does that look like? Bring me through what you're drinking, minute to minute, who's playing, are you playing? What's going on? Oh my God. I, you know, first of all, I want to be with good friends. You know what I mean? Like good people, solid friends. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm not a big drinker. You know what I mean? I'm a Heineken girl. So okay. I mean, yeah. If I'm, you know, um, I don't know. I just like music and music is my thing. You know what I mean? Like I've never, I've never needed 
alcohol to have a good time. You know what I mean? Like I'm usually yeah. in the middle of the dance floor. I'm just, just a Heineken, but if I'm drinking a, a liquor drink, it's usually a vodka Red Bull. <laughs> you know uh, okay. Um, but no, I, uh, I don't know. Perfect night in the club is just good music, a good DJ. You know what I mean? Um, a good night. Well, which, which DJ? Come on, let's name let's name some names. Oh God, you can't do that to me. You can't do okay. that to me. I, yeah, okay. I'm in music, so my DJs. I, you know what I mean? Like you can't show favoritism. I can't even. I have a list of like forty of them running through my head right now. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, it's just. I, I appreciate like a variety of DJs, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not like a one, I, I have to follow this one DJ everywhere. No, it's kind of like, Ooh, that's going to be a fun night. You know what I mean? Everybody's got their own set, their own flair. Um, but no, I mean a perfect night out, honestly, honestly, the perfect night, the, the best nights are the ones that are like never planned. You know what I mean? Like, have you guys ever had that night that just kind of keeps going and morphing and going and morphing. Sure. Know? Spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like where you, you wake up the next day and you're like, what happened last night? Like, what did we do? Now yeah. did I, that I really I, start with a double rainbow last night. I know, right? I know. Yeah. We now, have a lot of nights in Palm beach that are just like <laughs> you know, the house parties. You know? Now I am the least musical person in the world, definitely on this zoom call, but I would imagine it has to be kind of a surreal feeling to be at a club somewhere and hearing your own music played. Has that been a scenario that you found yourself in? Yeah, yeah. My friend, my my good friend Adam Lipson threw my song on in his set um, when we were out here to the, a little like local place here. It just even that alone, you know, and just to nobody knew it was my song. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like when it came on, it was like, I was able to just kind of see how people reacted and it's cool. It's like, God, they like the beat, you know? Ooh, they like the drop. Like I put a lot of work into that drop, you know? So it's, it's cool to be like, I don't know. It's cool to kind of witness that. But then um, I get videos from overseas. My music has taken off in Europe um, in, in a much bigger way than it has in the U S so yet, yeah, you know what I mean? It, it, it's just, which is not uncommon, but, um, yeah, so I've gotten videos of, you know, like the bet, the best video I got was the song being played at a club in Dubai. And I was like, Ooh. Oh, like how the hell did it get to Dubai? You know, but is now, it? I follow you on on TikTok, yeah. and one thing that I came across was um, God, I haven't been on there in forever. <laughs> yeah, some of the content seemed like it was perhaps a little dated, but one thing I noticed that I really <laughs> thought was kind of neat Love was it. the the hashtag share share your share your shimmy or simmy. Am I share butchering your simmy. that? Yeah, I know. It looked I, like people people were sending you videos of you of doing the dances to your song. That's got to be yeah. to people from everywhere sharing it, that. Yeah. So, so a lot of people, so I, I've got my Cassie Moore artist name, but then a lot of people don't realize I produced a song called Simia, which is under my here to play. So on Spotify, if you look up here to play H E A R, that's me as well. So I've got three artist names, um, but I co-produced Simia with, um, with my buddy Dell and it was, it went out into the world and went viral on TikTok. It was insane. It was, it, it had like a moment, right? I mean, it didn't, 
you know, it doesn't, it didn't go viral like some of these other people. Right. But still just to see it pick up, you know, I mean, I, I don't even know. I haven't even looked at it. I, I think it's like, it was like 80,000 screens. Oh, you have a dog too. Mine was just drinking water. <laughs> I do. And right before you joined us, he went absolutely crazy. And I, I told him this better not happen when Cassie joins us. And yes. he obviously was not listening because he's going a little wild. Oh, who's that? Sorry. That's coconut. Sorry. Coconut. She was drinking coconut. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, all good. Um, so you're the well, CEO I've got a question and the president about of... yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Jeff. Go ahead, buddy. No, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. So we're not very the CEO and podcast. the president of more music. Um, I don't know anything about the music industry, but I would imagine that kind of the role that you're playing where you're you kind of have your hand in everything, the writing, probably the marketing, producing that probably allows you for a little bit more autonomy over what you're, what's, what you're making, what you're creating and what's going out there than if you were, you know, with some label or something. Am I, is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. No. Um, yeah, no, thanks for noticing that. It's, um, it's not easy. I, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? To go independent on everything you do. I don't know if you guys have heard of or follow La Russell. He's doing so much independent stuff right now. I felt I'm a huge fan of his. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, to go independent, it's very it's very difficult. Right. Um, I you know, you you are everything. <laughs> you know what I mean, so it's kind of like you. Um, but that but that's the growth part of it. You know, I mean, you're building something from the ground up, just like any business. It doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? So um, it is it's it's very difficult to do that. However, the part that you're talking about is what I love because we can do whatever we want to do. You know what I mean? I can go whatever direction I want to go. I can release whatever I want to release when I want to release it and how I want to release it, which to me is huge. So I have big ideas for what we're doing, you know, in terms of the label and in terms of my music and I am my own boss, you know, I kind of like that. <laughs> well, and, and so that means you have to set your own kind of deadlines, right? Exactly. Like I, Absolutely. When you have 5 million choices to make, look, exactly. I, I make videos and build websites for a living. I have my own business and I know, I know exactly a little bit what you're talking about. Yes. And I find it hard to get things done because I'm like, I don't know where the finish line is because I'm never going to be satisfied with whatever this is. Um, do you have any, do you have any of that? I do. Yeah. No, I, I, so I feel like it's kind of a 24 seven gig. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'll finally crawl in bed to go to sleep and then like four in the morning, the phone's going off and it's something in London and it's like, my God, like I was just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but it is what it is right now for me. I mean, it'd be different if I had people around me, right. Or I had some sort of support team, but right. I'm just, uh, I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I chose it, <laughs> you know, I can't complain, you know, it's, it's probably how you feel kind of like, well, this is, I done this. Yeah. This is my gig. <laughs> I'm going to create my way out of this now. Exactly. I, you know, just have fun with it. Well, I found your story incredibly fascinating. You, did you grow up in Atlanta? I did. I did. Okay. I was, go ahead. go ahead. No, I was born in Ohio, but I moved to Atlanta when I was 10, when okay. I was in fourth grade. So I say I'm from Atlanta because I'm, you know what I mean? Um, sure. But, but yeah, 
I mean, and from there you went to Auburn University, War Eagle. Thank you, War Eagle, War Dance. Where you, uh, <laughs> you graduated with a degree in finance, a minor in Spanish. Uh, I actually spent 13 years as a high school and elementary Spanish teacher. So when I came across the minor yeah. in Spanish, I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but from there, you did 14 years in the financial sector, correct? Working in wealth yeah. management. I did. You did your homework. Yes, I did. I did do my <laughs> homework. And um, so then you, I, I listened to you on a podcast. I believe it was within the last two or three weeks. Um, pardon me, but I, for, I forgive the host. But um, yeah. if, yeah, if my charming. memory is correct, you went to Los Angeles, not even really intending to get involved in anything in entertainment. You were out there for something related to your, your financial gig. And someone presented you with an opportunity or gave you a card and said, Hey, you should check this out. Is that how that all got started? Exactly how it got started. What happened was, you know, I moved out, I moved out to Smith. I moved out to um, LA and I was with Smith Barney at the time. And my, my father ran a very large team in Atlanta. And at the time I was kind of going out to the West coast to be like a satellite branch of that, you know, business right because ultimately I wanted to whatever anyway um and it's funny my you know a, a friend and his fiance at the time now wife but um you know good good people really good it's it's very difficult to kind of get in with a very good quality group of people especially in the entertainment industry right because mm-hmm. we all know yeah, we all know it can just, you know what I mean? You can fall in with the wrong crowd and that kind of thing. And I was very, I was very fortunate, very blessed to have been, you know, around very quality people. Um, so this particular individual and his fiance, he was one of the founders of DreamWorks and friends with Wait. Steven Spielberg. And yeah, I mean, these, these are like, you know what I mean? Um, quality people in the entertainment industry. And he came to me, you know, and he was like, listen, you know, we're going to this black tie event at the four seasons. And he said, you know, it's, it's literally everyone who's anyone is going to be at this event in terms of the entertainment industry. And he knew that I was trying to build my book of clients. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's like, you know, Cassie, he's like, you're definitely going to meet some people, you know, might, might be opportunities for you to open up accounts with them. So I went to the event with the two of them, you know, I'm, I'm in the backseat of the car, like the child, right. And I go to this event and I'm all dressed up and I'm, you know, I'm, they're introducing me to, you know, some very big names in the entertainment industry. And one of the people that I met was, was um, Nick Rand. And he, at the time he was a very big casting director, you know, um, in, in LA and um, other friends. And they just, they were like, Hey, you know, you have the look, I mean, this was a long time ago. Right. And they were like, you have the look that we want. You still got the look, Kathy. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I was, I feel like I was a lot hotter back in the day, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> But anyway, they were like, you know, you ha- you have the look for a part that we're we're trying to cast, and I, you know, I laughed when he said, "Would you like to come in and read for a while?" I didn't even know what that meant. He's like, Would "Come you in be- and read." Yeah, come in and read for a role. Come run lines with us. 
I'm thinking, I don't know what that is. I've never, you know what I mean? Phil, acting is not my, not my thing. And so um, I laughed and I shook it off. And then my, my friend, you know, realized he was like, Cassie, he's like, listen, he goes, you know how many girls would kill for that opportunity in Los Angeles right now? He's like, you should go just to do it, just to say you did it. He's like, yeah. you don't have to take the yeah, part. You did it. And I did. And back in the day, SAG day rate, I don't know what it is now, but back in the day, it was like, I don't even know, $6.95 or $8.95 an hour. And, you know, I was 21 years old. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Was Little Black Book your first gig? Yeah, that was my first gig. I did. I worked on that movie um, for three months, three and a half months. I have to look. I forget. It was, it was a couple months because we we shot everything and then there was a reshoot. And we had to come back. And yeah. So and I you told to an interesting story on that other podcast about uh, something that Brittany Murphy, rest in peace, that she shared with you that had kind of stuck uh, with you even to this day. Can you share what that was? Yeah, absolutely. She um we were all talking on set. She was honestly the sweetest, sweetest person I've ever met in my whole life. I mean, to this day, right? Um, I never heard her say one bad thing about anyone. You know what I mean? It's just the love that she showed every single person in the room. You know, I just remember, I remember that really resonating with me because I remember thinking, my God, I... I want to be like her. I want to be more like her. You know what I mean? And um, and we got on the subject of kindness one day and she said to me, she said, um, we the the somehow I don't remember the exact conversation because this was so long ago, right? Sure. But somehow or another, we got to talking about how, you know, when you're when you're friendly to strangers, you know, how how some people have like a guard up, you know, it's kind of like, why is this person being nice to me? Right. I mean, sure. I'm sure we all have encountered that, right? And um, I remember she said to me, she said, she said, Cassie, she said, I always, I always tell myself, you know, and, and she says, I always, I always tell myself, if people are questioning your kindness, you're doing something right. And I was like, and I still see her saying that to me, you know what I mean? And I just like have carried that. I, I try to remind myself of that when I catch myself. I'm like, you know what? What would Brittany do? <laughs> so wait, okay. You know? let, let me yeah. unpack that then. If you're questioning your kindness, then that it means just you're just exemplifying your exuding kindness. No, it's, it's almost like too much. Oh, okay. Okay. Like if people are questioning your kindness, like why is she so nice? Yeah. If people are questioning your kindness, right. you're doing something right. I love that. Isn't that? That's kind of cool. Mean, that, gonna like, gonna hold she, but she was so like that. If people are questioning your kindness, you're doing something right. That came I, from I think her. We got, I've I never think we got seen the title it. of the episode here. You what? I think we yeah, got the we title, title our episode that. It's either Double Rainbow or uh, the Brittany. Double Rainbow. Rainbow. I don't do that. <laughs> okay, so you go out to Double go out Rainbow to LA, has become like a, a become a thing for me lately. There's my, <laughs> my, my universe is messing with my head. 
<laughs> what was the uh, what was the pilot of uh, Entourage like? What was that experience like? Uh, oh my gosh, that, that, yeah, that was cool. You know, this was before this was before we even knew if Entourage was going to get picked up, right? So you know, yeah. you, sh- you shoot a pilot, and it it was shot in God. I don't even remember the name. I keep wanting to say it wasn't Ivar. It was some little bar down in to look it up i have to look it up um but anyway we shot it was it was like a bar scene right and we um i got to work with jeremy piven jeremy's my favorite television character of all time is Ari. he is the nicest dude by the way he is the nicest guy so nice so i don't know i question i question his niceness a little bit I think a lot of people do because he plays, he plays like a he great plays these evil. No, he's so cool. You know, you expect him to have like, you know, yeah, you, I don't know. You know, I've been, well, you probably kind of expect the, the man behind the character to, to have some of those same traits. Yeah, yeah, or just yeah. to have some sort of ego about him. Like, Oh, right. you know, like you're too small for me. Like why would yeah. I get to No, He's, he's like, so cool. Yeah. He's a really like nice guy. Okay, so what? How was the transition then from Los Angeles and doing some doing some stuff on the big screen, the small screen? At what point did you kind of realize? I think my passion is music. I'm extremely talented and gifted at this. It's something I love to do. I'm gonna make a career out of that. How did that come about? Yeah, no, I know. Good question. I um, so music has always been a part of me, right? Even when before I moved out to LA. Um, I was in grade school, right? When, you know, it basically my, ever since my first concert, it, it's just, I don't know. I can't describe it. Like music is literally in my blood. I feel like. Well, th- this was in my notes too. Just kind of a throwaway yeah. question I had, but since yeah. you mentioned it, what was your first concert? Yeah. My first, my very first concert was yeah, live. live. Live, your live? very first concert you went to live, live. as a fan. Live, Do you, you I remember the band, band live. I remember the that band live. Yeah. Remember gotcha. live? Yeah, they had the one album in like what mid nineties? Was it mid nineties? Yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. live Mine was insane. REM was coming out with this, you know. Yes. All right. The, oh yeah, that was back in the day of like. Well, I never, I never went to concerts because I was. I'll be honest with you. Cheerleading was my life. Like in high school from my, like, for, I cheered my whole life. I'm sorry. I, I cheered my whole life. Let me turn this off. Um, I cheered my whole life. So all through high school, I, um, I, I never really had time to go to concerts because Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we were, I was in the gym. We were practicing, we were stunting, we were doing gymnastics. I mean, I was a competitive cheerleader. So it was like, I had no social life. Right. So by the time I hit my first concert, I was like, it was live at Lakewood amphitheater. And I'll never forget. I forget which song it was, but when the the sun was setting and back in the day, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Atlanta, but Atlanta, now it's hi-fi buys amphitheater. But back in the day, it was the old Lakewood and the sun was setting and they came on and I was like, 
why have I not been going to more concerts? Like, this is amazing. So I'm 37 and I spent the first 36 years of my life. I love music, but I just rarely went to any live concerts. And there was just something about the last year where I told myself 2022 is going to be the year of live music for me. And I've gone to quite a few concerts this year. And I don't know what I was waiting for. I don't know why I wasted so many years not going to see live music. You're probably busy, right? <laughs> Not really. No. <laughs> I don't know what the deal was. I just didn't go. Yeah, but I, okay. This year, I've seen, uh, who did I recently see? Um, I don't like much country music, but I love Sam Hunt. I saw okay. Sam Hunt twice this summer. Uh, okay. The best concert I've ever been to was this year. It was. It's an R&B artist, uh, Her. Are you familiar with Her? You know what? I'm not. No, I should okay. be. Well, that was a good one. Uh, new edition. I went to a new edition and Jodeci reunion tour that was pretty phenomenal. Okay. So yeah, live music. I'm all about it now. Nice. I love that. You can discover music any at any point in your life. You know okay. I mean? So live was your first concert. What is the best concert you've ever been to? Is it the same answer? Well, that's so tough, right? Well, they're all my favorites for different reasons. Like live was amazing because it was my first, right? Mm-hmm. Candlebox was amazing because he was so, such a surprise. I don't know if you guys remember Candlebox. Kevin Martin, go follow him. Yeah. Tell him I said hi. Kevin is, Kevin is the man. I'm so happy he embraced me in music. If he had turned me down on top of everything. I, I honestly, it would not have been good. Like it would have, it might have destroyed me. <laughs> so I'm so happy that like, he's, he's such a like good person. Right. Um, but no Candlebox. I don't know if you guys remember Candlebox back in the day that would, that he's amazing in concert. Amazing. Okay. Um, but I don't even know. I mean, you know what I mean? There's been so many. I, I can't even. I mean, everyone from like U2 to Kid Rock to Taylor Swift, even, you know, and, and to, I mean, like everyone. Justin Timberlake's show was freaking insane. Who's on your concert bucket list? Concert bucket list. Oh, God, that's been a lot. I haven't seen the, I wanted to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I haven't seen them. I, I saw they performed recently and I was like, oh my God, I have not seen them. You know, I mean, some of these people, some of these people, you know, it's like they're doing like their final show or their final yeah. tour. And it's like, God, you just want to see them to check it off that bucket list you know? did you watch did you watch the uh woodstock documentary that was recently on netflix i did how insanely scary was that how do you think you would have fared at that would you have gone to that would you have survived that thing? <laughs> i you know what's so funny is i i had friends we toyed with the idea of going and being the nerd that I am, I, I kind of like, I was like, guys, how is all that going to work? You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think about this stuff like this, like, I'll tell you, like, you, you, you foresaw some of this disaster. You, you we, we were, we were like, okay. I mean, when you look at the lineup and yeah. then the format and where yeah. they were going to have it, like, I was like, this is not rocket science. Right. But <laughs> But, you know, it's kind of like, so we actually didn't end up going um, for that reason. 
Um, but I had no idea it would turn into to that. That documentary that that was insane. But um, another example was Fire Festival. Do you guys remember oh what happened yeah. Fire Festival? What a disaster. What a disaster, right? So all of us that live here in Palm Beach, you know, the Bahamas are in our backyard. You know, that's where you vacation, probably, right? We hop on the boat and we're in the Bahamas in an hour and a half. Like we we cross all the time. I'm talking like every weekend, right? I mean, we know we know the whole government over there. I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's boats of us that go. And so the fire when when fire festival was was happening and being planned, we were like, there's no way. Cause when we go to the Bahamas for just a weekend, we know we have to literally bring anything and everything with us that we will need. I mean, down to like groceries, I mean, back whole foods, bags, water, everything, right. We don't have to buy anything when we get there. Right. Cause there, there's no, it's Bahamas. Right? Right. So what we did that, that weekend, we ended up having to fly friends of ours, friends of mine, flew it they have planes and flew over and rescued people from and we, we threw a big party in Bimini rented a big house named the party backfire <laughs> with a y and rescued every I mean and we were like we were like I don't know what they're doing at Fire Festival, but get out just, of here. Where's your documentary? We're gonna sit, we're gonna sit back and wait and watch. I mean, it was just it was like 25 of us, you know, 30 of us, but still we were like, oh my God, these people like that guy ended up doing jail time, correct? I I hope I mean, you know, I I think so. Should we throw together how about we break some news right here live that we're gonna put together the the more music fest and let's just blow it out. More music backfire fest. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Too. You guys heard it here first on the I big if. More I music I'm writer. All, hey, listen. A house party is one thing, but not a music festival. No, not, not going to. Okay, gonna fair enough. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let's go back to when you decided that music was going to be what you did and how did the people in your life that you were closest with take you leaving the security and the life you had built in the financial world and to kind of, to, to chase your dream? Did people, were they supportive? Did they try to talk you out of it? It's been really hard. I'm not going to lie. Like it's been, it's been really hard because I, my, you know, I don't, I don't have any I don't have siblings. Right. And so it's kind of like, I've always just kind of been alone. Right. Um, in figuring stuff out. Um, my, my parents have never really, you know what I mean? My, I, I love it when, you know, a lot of people get support from their, their parents, you know, their, their dad financially funds them or their mom supports them and goes to all their shows. I, I don't have that. Right. Um, so it was, it was very difficult because, you know, you get a lot of, um, people, people like even friends, you know, are kind of like, uh, you kind you learn who your real friends are and who aren't. Right. So, I mean, I lost, obviously when I was in the world of wealth management, I was, I was, very successful as a financial advisor. Right. And so, you know, 
you're driving the, you're driving the car that everyone wants. You're living in the house that everyone, you know what I mean? Like you have all this stuff. And then people don't realize when you, when you leave that industry and you start your own business in music, it's like all of your money goes into building your, your, your label. Right. And it's like, you can't afford what you did before. And I mean, as a single Listen, it's not been easy. Bottom uh-huh. line, that's like, the, <laughs> but you know well, what I mean? It, it is what it is, but I knew it was not going to be easy going into it. And it's like, I don't know. I, I always, I, I, something, I just, people ask me, they're like, what made you get into music? And I'm like, I, I can't even explain it or put it into words. I just, like my soul was like, this is what you are supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. You should ask why music got into me. I get exactly right. I love that. I'm going to start saying that now. I'm going to so borrow. You probably stay extremely busy being, being involved in all the aspects of more music. So no matter if you're, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, or if you're just trudging through a your typical nine to five job burnout sets in, you need time away. What do you do to take care of yourself when you just need to step away for a minute, even if it's just for a short time? What, what kind of centers you or gets you back to Zen a little bit? What do you do for yourself? Oh my gosh. Thank you. That's such a good question. I haven't thought about myself in a long time. (laughs) That's not good. That's so sad. I watch, I, you know, we're, we're on social media all the time. Right. And I see the, I see these girls that are like at home and they're self-care and they're, you know, doing, and I'm like, like, I don't even have time. (laughs) You know what I mean? I, um, no, I mean, I go, I walk on the beach, right. We live in paradise, right? I mean, the beach is right there. So I go for morning walks and the, the beautiful thing that I love about Palm beach is Palm beach is one of the most private cities in the country, right? The it's, it's an Island. I don't know if you're familiar with um, what Palm beach is, but down in Florida, you have West Palm beach, which is West of the Island, right? And Palm beach is an actual Island. It's like a barrier Island. Right. And Palm Beach Island doesn't allow paparazzi. You're not allowed to film. You're not allowed to, you know what I mean? It's an extremely private island. And so the beach is all private. So it's like, I can go walk down the beach and literally be around no one. It's beautiful. You know what I mean? So it does sound wonderful. Yeah. So the fact that I live in such a private or have a place here in such a private area is amazing, right? Not everybody gets that. You know what I mean? So to answer your question, that's what I do. I used to travel all the time. I love to travel and I just haven't been able to, because it's like, I can put my money in my music or I can go to Paris. (laughs) How far are you from the Jupiter area? I'm about 20 minutes South of Jupiter. Okay. Cause uh, I'm in St. Louis. Jeff's from St. Louis, but he's in Napa, but I'm, I'm from St. Louis and uh, many often in March and April, we come down for St. Louis Cardinal spring training. They're down there in Jupiter. Yeah. 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 So I know I'm, I'm, I'm v- vaguely familiar with the area, but yeah, that's all. Uh, 
the weather down there has got to just be awesome more often than not. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, in the, in the summertime, it's hot. Right. So I like to either go West to California. I, I like to, I like, we call it the bouncies. I, I, music takes me from like Miami, Atlanta, LA and New York. Right. Those are Cassie's bouncy spots right in the US. Miami, so, Atlanta, LA, New York. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when it gets too hot down here, you know, uh, we can be in New York in 2 hours, you know. Just jetting up? Huh? Just jetting up to New York. I love it. I do, I had I with friends, yes. Cassie does not have a plane. I wish I did. I I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now like I don't need, I, if I could fly private, I would be a happy woman. You guys have no idea what I've been through this past year. It's been crazy. I've been trapped in two elevators. Have you guys ever been trapped in an elevator before? If not, no, tell me no. about it. What, tell us about the Twice in the airport elevator. Twice. Trapped. Alone? Yes. Alone. Weirdos. Yes. On no, the, wait, alone. Are, you, are you outbound or did you just get back in? Uh, one, one, I had just gotten back in the other one. I was flying out. So you're, is, I'm done. I'm done. Did you miss yeah. it? Did you miss the flight? Oh yeah. I mean, well, I'm not. Yeah. The one flying out, I canceled. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not going. <laughs> How long yeah. were you stuck in there for? Almost two hours. Dang. I would, ne- I would never take an elevator again. Stairs. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, the stairs are looking really good right about now. Burn the calories. <laughs> so. I would rather stand in line with TSA, I think, for two hours than hang out in an elevator in the airport. Uh, for sure. right now, yeah, not fun. Not Have fun. you flown yeah. private before? Have you gotten to fly private before? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I haven't. That's got to be awesome. Oh, it is sweet. Just, just easier. You have two, Jeff? I have one time. It was, uh, yeah, I I did not purchase the plane. Um, it's just a friend of a friend. And uh, we went to Wisconsin, which is not a place that you really often fly in general, much less fly private. So, Wisconsin, I will yeah. tell you, one of my favorite, one of my favorite vacations was um, North, well, it was actually Copper Harbor, Michigan, but we started, uh-huh. we flew into Wisconsin. And this was my, my boyfriend after college, we dated for like three and a half years, but, um, we flew up and we did a snowmobile trek all through Wisconsin. Oh my God. Have you ever been at the trails up there? And we had no idea where we were going to stay. We were like, let's just go. And it was like, you find the next like, like chili spot, you know, and like, like hot chili. And you went, I mean, like, dude, it was it was, it, and the amount of snow was just insane. That was so many years ago, but Wisconsin is beautiful in the wintertime. Have you ever Georgia been to State. Tulum? Have I been to where? Tulum in Mexico. I have. I have I'm going yes. to Tulum next month. I cannot wait to get down Tulum there. It is very sexy. I went with the girls and we were like, we should all be here with men. And then we were like, oh wait, none of us are dating anyone. <laughs> so it's like, but Tulum is a sexy town. I like that. So you're not, okay, let's get personal. You're not dating anyone right now? Is is the CEO yeah. and president of More Music just out there on the town in Palm Beach just catting around or what's going on? I'm not out on the town. I've been in the studio. I don't so what do you, 
So are you, what do you do? Do you flip what do you the mean, apps do you down there? How do you in the studio? Are you swiping through Bumble and Hinge and Tinder? I, I, I okay. no. So I'm single here in St. Louis and I'm on those apps and it is, I hope nobody in St. Louis hears this, but it's garbage. You swipe and swipe and swipe and it's, it's I don't, terrible. I don't, I don't, I don't do apps. I don't, I, I don't, that's not my thing. <laughs> you got some horror stories from them or something or it's just never no, been? No, I just thing. never, no, I mean, I, no, I read the news and it's different when you're a woman because I don't know. I mean, or maybe not. I don't know. Guys probably come across some crazy stuff too, but I, it's just, it's not, not really my thing. I don't know. It's never really been, I've never, I'm not the type of person where it's like, I need to be with someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, every relationship I've ever had has just happened. You know, I meet them. We're in circles or we're in the same, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I've never, done, never done the app dating thing. No. Well, I tried it here. Terrible. I'm, I'm done with it. I got out of the dating game like a year into the apps, and I'm happy to say I did not meet my wife through an app, but it was terrible. Dating through apps was terrible. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. I don't We've know. We've shared stories on the podcast before, but we don't have to get into those. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's right. No, I mean, I just, I, you know, I haven't dated. It, it's been four years of being single. I was laughing with my friends. I was like, does that mean I get a degree in singleness? <laughs> <laughs> you, got your, like, you got your bachelorettes in singleness. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. I do. But I, um, no, I mean, listen, people don't understand. I, when you produce your own music, I can't even tell you the amount of like, you know, focus or hours it takes of just doing it. Like the music doesn't make itself. Right. So for me right now, I don't know, just something inside me was like, you know, just make the music, you know, you could go out now. Listen, do I go out? Yes. I'll get a call and I'll be like, losing my mind because I've been in front of the computer for five days and I'm like okay Cassie needs a fucking night out right <laughs> like, yeah. I, you know what I mean like to maintain my sanity um Cinderella's gonna stay out late tonight. yes yes and so and when we go out we we you know we go big and we have a lot of fun and then I'm like okay I got my fix and now I'm just you know what I mean so you know it's just is that is that where you draw some of the inspiration for some of your music or um you know, when it comes, obviously inspiration can come from anywhere, right? You know, yeah. Um, but are nights out like that? Is that kind of where when you're surrounded by your friends like that? Um, <laughs> yeah. Is that sort of where some of, the, some of the news comes from? Yeah, I'm laughing because Cinderella's going to stay out late. Yeah. Uh, the concept <laughs> banger. The concept for that song. Um, we we have a friend who. Um, you know, he, his girlfriends kind of reined him in now, but, um, he, he, you know, lives in Palm beach and we used to always end up, we'd all go out to the bar and then we'd all party at his, you know, his, his house was always the late night, you know, and we were all, and I mean, it just crazy, you know, I mean, it was like, you know, we had yeah. fun in Palm beach because Palm beach is not very big, right? Everybody knows everybody. And, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of eccentric personalities 
you know, uh-huh. a lot of people, you know, that are, are very smart or they've had huge success stories or they've flipped nine tech companies and they're like, you know, in their 30, you know what I mean? And so a lot yeah. and they, they like living large. Right. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of parties and there's a lot of, you know, it's a very cool and fun community, but I mean, it, we just had, a, yeah. So that I was literally in the middle of a party and got the inspiration for the, for the song. Well, my favorite is, is steadfast eyes. I, I, I heard that there's a radio show in St. Louis that I've listened to for a while. And I, they, that's where I heard about your music first. And I stumbled across this song. I was going to ask, how did you guys hear about me when you reached out? Um, like so- I said, there's this show in St. Louis. Um, it's a talk show. And just they've, they've brought up different musicians that I would have never stumbled upon had it not been for them. And I believe was Steadfast Eyes was the first song I heard. Just a little snippet of it. It wasn't like they're playing like full songs, but I just, I found it really catchy. Um, and that, I just, I searched you, I looked it up and I stumbled upon it on Apple Music. And I got to tell you, Steadfast Eyes is in my library now at the gym, in the car. Really? I love that song. Oh my God, I love that. What, what was, what is <laughs> I, you just like made my night really is that song. I, I mean, listen, you know, I mean, I've gone through vocal training. Here's what a lot of people don't realize. So I I think of myself as a producer first and foremost. Right. But when you're a nobody and a no name, you, you have to get your production out somehow. Right. So I, you know, ideally I'll be producing for a lot of big vocal artists. Right. So it was kind of, it was a very scary thing for me to do my own vocals on my own songs because I don't think of myself as a singer. Right. I think of myself as a producer, but I have to get my music out. Right. That's how people discover my production work. Okay. And so, and then I can always remake whatever I do with bigger artists down the road. Right. And so steadfast eyes was a song that I literally did in the middle of the night. And I, I, I did the entire song in one night. Is that rare? Um, no, I like typically from, from start to finish from, an idea until you put the final production together how long does it take for you to to build a song that you're happy with it's usually about two or three days okay and this one steadfast eyes was one night bam this was yeah this was like one maybe it was like one day and one night night it and then a few days later, I, you know, I sent it up to my guy in Atlanta at the time and he mixed and mastered it. This was before I was working with Lou Diaz. Um, he mixed and mastered it, sent it back to me. And I slid that song out in the middle of the night and didn't tell anyone. Nice. Okay. Sneaky. I like it. Thanks for giving. It goes, it goes it. into the world. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> right. And, and, and I love doing shit like that, you know, but, um, I slid it out there and I didn't promote it. I still, to this day, don't promote that song. I just really, wow. Yes. Does it bother you? That's why I'm asking, like, how did it make, even make it on, you I know don't what know. I mean? 
That I cannot answer for that you. All fun. I know is that it's on my phone and it's on your often played playlist. So God, that's so cool how that happens. Does it bother you that my favorite is one that you didn't even really put much behind? No, or? that doesn't bother. Are you kidding me? No. The fact that you even wanted to talk is awesome. <laughs> Well, the fact that you joined us is awesome. Uh, yeah. what, can I ask? Uh, we won't yeah. keep you too much longer. We appreciate yeah. your time. But what what was the Jeff mentioned the Cinderella is going to stay out late. But what was the what was Steadfast Eyes about? Did that have like some true life occurrences behind it? That was the inspiration for writing that. Was that about a, a past lover? <laughs> is there some guy named Joseph in New York just being like, I know that's about me. <laughs> No. Okay, no, no. Here's why I ask. One yeah. of the lyrics near the end of the song is Thanksgiving break at Cucina. It was season. Mm. And the first thing that popped into my mind is I'm, I'm older now, so it doesn't happen like this anymore. But in St. Louis, we called that week from the Wednesday before Thanksgiving mm -hmm. through that weekend. We called that Skanksgiving because everybody comes home from college and everybody's <laughs> everybody's ready everyone's to play. excited. And I was like, when oh, you said Thanksgiving break at Cucina, I wonder, is this like an old high school fling that everybody's back from, from uh, college and we're at Cucina, yeah. which I, I, I don't know what Cucina is, but I can only imagine it's a place down there in your area where people go for nightlife. It is. So, so Cucina, was yeah, Cucina is our, um, Cucina is the Palm Beach local spot. <laughs> it's been we all know it a little too well it's like it's kind of like it's like the, it's the locals listen palm beach only has probably like four main places that everyone goes right um and so um yes that yeah that was inspired by a previous like this was somebody that you know was lived on the west coast and would whose family is in Palm Beach and would come home at season and there was traveling back and forth. And yes, it was a previous love. <laughs> Do you still talk? Back in the day. Do you still talk um, to this person? Yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, I, I don't have any, there's no like bad, be, you know what I mean? Like we all have loves that, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Does this person know that they were, the inspiration the behind he that song never we he's a very he's an extremely private person like i don't know he's not even on social media you know what yeah. i mean so anyway but uh okay. i we do, like i just you know what i mean i would never discuss who who it's about or anything sure but, i'm not asking you to name any names yeah no 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 yeah no we had we had we did have a private we Fast forward, you know, we did have a, a private conversation, you know, obviously, you know, you know, we, 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 okay. he loves it. He's like, he's like, the music is amazing. So, I mean, you know, he likes the music and it's all good. And, you know, there's no, there's no whatever. Good. <laughs> Everything well, like is gravy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it feels, that feels like such a lifetime ago, to be honest with you, you know? It was so many years ago. Yes. So. Yes. Well, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, not so many years ago, but it it feels like, you know. Yeah. Um, the last it was over like four years. It was over four years ago. That I know for okay. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. One of my favorites. And yes. again, we won't keep you like too long. No, here, that's but, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, my real friend. 
yes. one of my favorites. In Aww. part because I have your whole soul. I wrote I wrote down all the names that I could hear, right? Let me rattle them off real quick. You have Ali, who is your ringtone, Lori, Christina, Mary, Tessa, uh, Alexandra, Dell, your first band, your fans who you love, Cookie and Chris, the twins, the boy band out in Austin who you love and miss, your A-Town crew, Camilla and Bo in LA, which I think you might have been talking about earlier, uh, Caroline, Ace, Rue, Anita, and your family away from home, Kinley, who I believe is mentioned twice, Anderson, Omar, Fletcher, Tyler, Kendall, Joe, Cassie, number one, the list goes on. And look, my list would have ended like after like line one, right? I, have, um, Kurt, I, I could not Matt, make a song about and, real friends. Uh, it would be over in 30 seconds. It would be gone. It would be gone. So my, my question to you, yeah. is this is a good list. There had to have been someone who was left off of that, right? Who, 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 who got left off the list? Oh, who got, who got, off and who got upset that they were left off? Oh yeah. No, I mean, honestly, here's what I, here's what I did. It's actually like my, my best, that list, that list of names that you just read are the people in my life that are not, some of those people are not my closest friends, right? I've got my best friends that are not on that list, right? Those people and that song was a tribute to the people that have played an intricate part in my journey in music. Mm, okay. In music, right? That makes sense. Okay. Which is which is really cool because I wanted to the music journey has been a very difficult one. And what you'll find is that sometimes your best friends aren't your biggest supporters in your music, which is not a bad thing. It's just, you know what I mean? They love you and support you in other ways. I don't know if you've ever had a best friend, like you go to start your own business and you, you kind of, you would naturally kind of expect your best friend of 25 years to be your biggest supporter, but maybe your biggest supporter in that is somebody in the digital world. Right. 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 No different than in music. So all of those names, it's, it's, I can tell which with each and every person listed in that song, they have been there for me at a moment in my music that I, that comes with a story. Right. And so Ah, it was a song that was a song that I did my rendition of for myself, you know, normally when you produce a song, you do a song that will resonate with the population as a whole, right? Right. You want to sell it. You want to sell it. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't customize it so much like that. So what I did was I did, I wanted that version that you just listed to be my rendition. And then I wanted to give the music to the world so that they could make their own rendition with all of their own friends. Oh, so is that why um, there are instrumental versions then that I'm found on Spotify of a lot of your music? Um, not really of, no, not not with the other ones. The other ones I've dropped um, for, they're, they're kind of, all of that's going to piece together. They're kind of like Easter eggs, okay. right? Okay, so, we came in right in the middle of this tapestry. No, you, ca- no, you came all. in at the, at the fun time because you're like, oh, there's a reason. <laughs> drops an instrumental every year on on valentine's day right um but uh but no it's crazy so the my real friends um i wanted to give that template to the world and you'll notice i put free template to the world so 
I wanted independent artists or people starting out music to have a piece of my production gifted to them so that they could take it, make their own song, release it and own it themselves. So I basically gave everyone a free Cassie Moore song. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because one of my final notes here that I had written and I admit, like Jeff said, I'm a little late to the Cassie Moore party. I only discovered you not long ago. But one thing that I've admired about you and your story and what you've got going on is how willing you seem to help other aspiring independent artists uh, that are doing something they love, uh, that are creating art in some way, shape or form that means something to them. And I know it's not music but what Jeff and I are trying to do is in a way a a form of art and you don't know me from Adam I reached out in a DM on Instagram and you you wasted no time you joined us you've sat here and BS for an hour and I am super appreciative of that and I just love how willing you are to help those around you that are aspiring to do something with something they enjoy so I appreciate what you're doing there. I think it's awesome how willing you are to help other people. And I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you so much for- I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, of course. I mean, I let, listen, uh, one thing I will always do is try and give people my time. I'm never, I made a decision a long time ago when I went into the world of music. Um, I don't, I want to be an accessible artist to the, specifically the music community and, and people, listen, I appreciate anyone that finds an interest in me and my music. You know, I'm never, I'm never too good for anyone. Right. I, I, I mean, I'm honored that you guys even reached out to me. I appreciate that. So I'm going to run, I'm going to run one more of our, like, what if type scenarios by you. Um, and then I have a favor to ask and you, okay. can, you don't even have to answer it. You can just chew on it and answer another time. Okay. But here's our, here's my last, what if. Okay. If you had never gone out to Los Angeles and been given that opportunity to go read and fell into your situation with the little black book and you just hadn't, your path hadn't led you to music, which you love. Where would you be right now? What would Cassie Moore be doing if more music was not a thing? If, steadfast eyes had never come out where would you be what would you be doing how would your life look and feel different gosh I don't it's so weird because I've actually thought of that right before what you just asked me I've I've thought about that and it's so funny because it's like I've tried to go so many different directions I never I I never wanted I I was I, I always felt pulled towards music. And I never wanted, I resisted it my whole life. I've been resisting music because I was like, you know, that is an industry that does not make, you know what I mean? For me, how could I make money in that? Right. I I looked at it from the sense of the odds of me being successful in music. It's just too great. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take the, the smart path. I'm going to, I'm going to go do this. And it's like, regardless of which direction I went, even with my toy company, like what, like all of that, all these different directions circle me back up to, to music. It's like, I couldn't, I honest to God could not escape music. I, I, you know, and I was in the studio in New York and it was just insane. It was like, I had this moment in my 
in my hotel room where I was like, okay, all right, music it is. And I literally, I got so scared. I ended up back in the studio in the middle of the, that's, that's a long story, but I, I got, I ended up back in the studio. It was like everything I did always sent me back to the studio. So I, it sounds like it was meant to be. It was meant to be, you know? So I'm like, shit, now I have to figure out. Now it's like, I have to figure out how the hell I'm going to make money in music because apparently I can't escape music. Right? <laughs> so. so what's next? What's next? Um, oh my God, we have, we have so much coming out. We've got a huge record, huge record that's coming out. We've been building up the environment around it. And then I have multiple albums. I, <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out which... We have a couple conversations, a couple meetings, but it's it, over the next um, two years, it's just, there's going to be a trigger point. It's going to be album, album, album. You know what I mean? I'm going to get this music out. So it's, it's fun. I'm really excited. I want to, I want to start performing. I want to, I want to, I'm itching to like get out and get in front of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Love it. All right. Well, here's my favorite. And again, yeah. you don't have to answer it now. Um, yeah. But, you know, I feel like you answered our DM, you joined us here for about the last hour. So I hope you feel like we've built a good rapport. Of course. When we, when I, I plan on being down in that area for Cardinal Spring Training in March, I want a picture with Cassie Moore in front of Kuchina. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> we got to make it. Yeah. They'll love that at the cooch. They, they, they'll be like, Cassie, you are bring you, this business. Are you a, are you like a, um, a celebrity in like are in town? Like no. do people are, are they like, no, are I girls like word. doing it? And like, are you like no, kind of the talk of the town? I hate that word. I'm, I'm going to resist that word for the rest of my life. Like Sorry, I, what, what other word could I use? Are you well? No, I know. I know. You know, you can't use any. I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just Cassie. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. I mean, it's, you know, no, because it's so funny. Like I don't, me, my friend, like we don't see celebrity, you know what I mean? Like I can, I think just when you work with so many people, whether it's from the acting days or from music, it's like, you know, celebrities are just people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just people. I don't, I don't, I've never been one of those. Oh, I have to, you know, it's, it's just, that's so weird to me. It's like, well, it's all, who is, uh, there's gotta be someone. You know what I mean? Huh? There's gotta be someone that you would be a little starstruck, right? I mean, who's. Yeah. Who would I mean, have you listen, starstruck if you met? I mean, listen, I met George Clooney. You would think like Clooney, but Clooney's like the coolest dude. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I, you know, there, there was one that, and there was one actor that I, you know, was very growing up. I was like, oh my gosh, he's the, he's the hottest thing ever. And he's, you know, and then I ended up meeting him at a party in Bel Air one night when I lived out in California and oh, yeah. I, ended, I ended up going, I ended up going out. He, he doesn't date celebrities. That was his biggest thing. This is, before and you went I, on a date with him. Yeah. I went out to dinner with him. Yeah. We went out to You're dinner. You're not going to drop his name here. Are you? <laughs> Like, you know, okay. Let me, we went out to I'm dinner to but this was before. This was a long time ago. This was, I mean, he's married with kids now and he lives, you know, I mean, he's, you know. All right. But, well, we're, we're I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I wonder yeah. who this guy is. Oh, yeah, it's, I mean, 
Honestly, this was so long ago. And to be honest, I mean, I, I was probably one of like a million girls at the time, right? But it, Jude Law doesn't, yeah. Oh, Jude, what? That's awesome. Yeah. Jude no, Law. Sienna, I think Sienna was the only celebrity he ever dated that I can think of, but he didn't, he doesn't, he doesn't date, he doesn't date celebrities or didn't. Now he's married with family and, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, he probably, he doesn't even remember me. I'm, you know what I mean? I doubt that. That was so many years ago. So I doubt that. But we, uh, yeah, we met at a party a long, long, long time ago. All right. Well, Cassie, thank you so much for joining us. What a story. I appreciate your time. Again, I appreciate all the things you do for uh, independent artists trying to do something they love. Um, keep putting out great music. I'm going to, I, like I said, I'm on your Spotify. I'm on Apple Music now. I'm going to be looking for it. I'm excited to see what else you come out with. I love it. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you, Cassie. Let me know when you're down here, we'll do our picture. All right, I will. Okay, bye guys. Bye, bye Cassie. Bye, Cassie. I love it. I, uh, I like having guests. I like me and you just BSing with each other, but there's something fun about having a guest as well. It's nice to interview somebody. Um, all, all right, right. Well, let's wrap well, it up. Yep. Thanks for listening to The Big If. We hope you enjoyed Cassie more. Um, again, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Go check out our YouTube. Go check out our TikTok at The Big If Pod. The Big If Pod at gmail.com. Get in touch with us. Um, tell us if you need, you want to come on an interview? Cool you better have a sweet ass music catalog um you want to put ads on our show cool but they're not for free um but if you do want to actually be on our podcast shoot us an email we don't have anything better going on <laughs> no we'll talk to you for an hour or we'll, so. talk, we'll talk to you we'll research you all day before it too sure all right all right buddy it's been fun thanks everybody for listening this is the big if we'll see you next time bye-bye